So Shady. Yes. When I was watching these movies, I thought I made an oopsie. I don't know if I did. We'll figure it out. Today's movies, Rough Night versus Girls Trip. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, a podcast that answers the question, didn't I see this somewhere from two movie aficionados? Coming in strong, and that's me, John here, who uh, is... The, the friend who's just go goes along with it and everything. And with me is my co-host and counterpart. It also seems like the go with the flow friend in the group, Shady. <laughs> thank you. Hi. I don't know why I said thank you. Well, I mean, we're both. I mean, yeah, I'm not the, I'm not the conservative buttoned up one. That's nice. No, 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 no. We're <laughs> I think um, we are the Tiffany Haddishes. Mm. We are the Kate McKinnons. We are the Alana Glazers. You know, we're the mm. ones. We're the ones that we have our own like strong personality type. But when it comes to like doing things with the group of friends, we were just like, yeah, sure, let's just go. Yeah, fine. Mm. I always I'll- worry I'm the Jillian Bell and I'm too like attached to people. No no i have anxiety it's okay no you're not as bad as jillian bell but like i i feel i feel the same way too where it's like you know especially if it's just like i know one person that and i yeah. kind of know everyone like the opposite of kate mckinnon <laughs> yeah <laughs> well anyway uh rough night which came out on june 16th 2017 Please note, I said the full date for a reason. <laughs> uh, was written by Lucia Ionello and Paul W. Downs. Directed by Lucia Ionello. Ionello? I'm fucking it up. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 45% splat rating. And Metacritic, it was 51 out of a hundo. So that's out of 40 reviews. Uh, 11 were positive, 26 were mixed, and three were negative. Okay. I could see, you know, the. It's more mixed than negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, and according to IMDb, things go to- terribly wrong for a group of girlfriends who hire a male stripper for a bachelorette party in Miami. And when I read that, summary because i've never seen these movies before when i read that summary i just went oh no (laughs) i made an oopsie Um, so so wait you'd never seen either of these because i saw both of them in theaters i've never seen either i've i've the i've i've watched these for this episode okay and then basically a month later on july (laughs) 21st 2017 girls trip came out The screenplay was by Kenya Barris and Tracy Oliver. Story by, oh, fuck. Erica Rivanoia, Kenya Barris, and Tracy Oliver. Directed by Malcolm D. Lee. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 92% fresh rating. And on Metacritic, it's 71 out of 100. So that's out of 35 reviews. Uh, 29 were positive, 6 were mixed, 0 negative. Wow. Sorry, I'm coming in strong on a lot of them today. (laughs) 
Um, and according to IMDb, when four lifelong friends travel to New Orleans for the annual Essence Festival, sisterhoods are rekindled, wild sides are rediscovered, and there's enough dancing, drinking, brawling, and romance to make the big easy blush. I'm gonna take issue with the lifelong friends because both of these movies are specifically about college friends. Which, to be fair, in Girls Trip, they're a little bit older, so college is closer to being lifelong. But I don't mm. get the impression that those women knew each other before they went to college. I had to look it up because I was when I was watching Girls Trip, I was just like, y'all are wildly different ages. You have to be. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, I know uh jada pink I, I i remember jada pink and spit from like uh, i almost said grease too wrong movie entirely wow. dream so too. too yeah yes uh i knew queen latifah was on what what had that had her music career and then yeah. she moved to television um and then you know made it big in chicago and um regina hall you know you know, Regina, we all know Regina yeah. Hall and Tiffany Haddish. She just uh, hosted the Oscars, Regina Hall. It turns, um, it turns out Regina Hall, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Queen Latifah are like a year apart from each yeah, other. They're like, like within a year of each other. Pretty yeah. Much. And, and then uh, Tiffany Haddish is like a full decade, decade later. <laughs> but it, it works for the movie because she is playing the most immature one. Mm-hmm. And not to step out of line as a white woman, but the term black don't crack exists for a reason. And yeah, they all look great. And like the other three women easily pass for 10 years younger than their actual age. I think they're supposed to be close. I think it's not that they're playing younger. I think Tiffany Haddish is supposed to be playing older. Older, yeah. But like it still works. They still- While I was watching it, you know, I wrote, I wrote down, you know, that the 90, 92% fresh and the high ratings and all that. And I was just like, yes, I agree a thousand percent with this. And then watching Rough Night, I felt like they could have gone a little higher in the ratings. I think they were being a little generous personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, you know, there was some laughter that I had. I, um, I appreciated all the talent level. Yes, I will say, I'm going to say this right off the top everyone writer director actors everyone involved in rough night has given amazing work elsewhere lucia and aniello uh last year won a couple emmys for her work with the show hacks which is one of my favorite shows on oh, TV right now season two um, just, like just came out as of this recording right yeah yeah i gotta catch up i only watched the first two episodes <laughs> i think the, uh, i think three and four just came out uh as I'm- of this recording I'm pretty sure we've already had Kate McKinnon on the podcast when we talked about how much we love her because everyone loves her. Yeah, um, my favorite movie role for her personally is The Spy Who Dumped Me. And I oh feel my like God, the only, yes. I feel like the only person in the world who likes that movie. Oh my God, no. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Because <laughs> that movie's great. Uh, and that, I love Kate McKinnon in that especially. But I also even though I think the movie itself is like, okay, I really love her in Ghostbusters. I mean, do I even need to start with like Zoe Kravitz and- Nope, Jillian Bell. Oh my God, Jillian Bell was the best part of Workaholics. Anytime she showed up, you knew it was going to be a banger episode. 
and Alana Glazer is amazing. Yeah. I could have done without the men. Peter, like, I mean, or like Peter having such a heavy role. See, that's kind of, I'm going to disagree with you there because for me personally, the only funny, the only parts of the movie I remember anyone laughing out loud in the theater were when they cut to the bachelor party. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Well, that was like, I thought that worked really well. Um, I think after a while, like once he actually got on the road to like try to meet up with them, I was like, okay, we don't need all this, but like, that's more what I'm talking about. But to me, like, when, like, Bo Burnham gives, like, the sad astronaut speech, that was fucking brilliant. And then when they go to buy the diapers, that entire sequence is comedy gold. These leak! <laughs> Dead. But I love that woman, the cashier in that scene. I don't know who she is, but give her all the work. And to jump back to Girls Trip, though, I was watching it, and I was just, while I was watching it, I was just like, I feel like these are four real friends. Like they are for, for realsies, ride or die friends. Absolutely. The chemistry is there. It feels like they have a history. Like when there's friction between them, you feel the stakes because you're like, I don't want them to not be friends. They're supposed to be friends for what? Like 15 years or something like that in both movies. Yeah, well, I think in uh, in Girls Trip, it starts off in, like, like the first flashback is dated, like, 1991 or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then it jumps to 2016, 2017. Yeah. And then um, Rough Night, you know, we do see the flashback, but it's, like, yeah. 10 years ago or something like that. I think they're yeah. roughly the same age we are. Because I think it was, yes. like, they were in college in, like, 2006 or something. Maybe they're a year older than us, but, like, they yeah. weren't seniors yet. I mean, I felt like they were all, like, I, I feel like those women, even Kate McKinnon included, because I know she's supposed to be the outlier of the group. But she's still a college, like, oh, wow, my voice cracked there. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's still technically a college friend. It's just from the semester abroad. Right. But I'm saying, like, the actresses mm. now we're going on a meta level okay. i feel like the act the actresses in girls trip felt like they've been friends forever yeah. whereas i feel like the rough night actresses you know they're friends but it's like a five-year friendship not necessarily like that long yeah i um part of my problem with rough night is that it doesn't make sense to me that this bachelorette trip is just these friends, just her friends from college. Like, it just kind of feels like, I feel like this woman has other friends who would be there. Like a work friend or a sister? Yeah, yeah, like anything. Like, just like two other people to round out the group. And like, yeah, you have the one friend who's the outlier. But again, it's still a college friend to Scarlett Johansson's character, Jess. Yeah, sure. Yes. I I think her name is Jess. Yeah, Jillian Bell says it 7,000 times. In the day. How did I, for, how could I forget it? Right. Um, yeah, it feels like she should have more. It just kind of doesn't feel well. Right. A bachelorette party that's just the college friends. To kind of give it away. Because, like, in both movies, they both have that, like, come to Jesus moment where, like, everyone argues and they mm-hmm. get mad at each other and then they disperse and be sad and then they come back together and they're like, we're sorry, group hug. But uh, in the argument scene in Rough Night, uh, Scarlett Johansson, or it slipped that Scarlett Johansson had a bridal shower or something yeah. like that. So I feel like this trip 
that was planned by Jillian Bell only has the co- the college friends mm. because ScarJo is just like this is it, no one else because you're crazy. <laughs> Except for, except for, you know, my friend Pippa. Yeah. Like, it feels like a bachelorette trip should be all of the bridesmaids. And, like, and it, some friends. And, and, and like, yes, yeah, some, like, extras. And it just feels like she would be the type of person who has at least one or two bridesmaids who are not from that group specifically. Like yes. you said, a work friend or a sister or a cousin cousin a relative or not not to like bring up an entirely different movie but i'm gonna do it anyway part of the point of bridesmaids is that all of the bridesmaids are people who maya rudolph's character is friends with from other from different separate areas of her life it just doesn't feel right that a bachelorette party would be all of these people who except for one met the exact same way and were friends for the exact same span of time does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like, but I mean, girls' and, trip and, works because it's specifically a trip for the college friends. Yes. 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 And and they're all like in both movies, it seems like they're both trying to rekindle the friendship, or at least somebody mm-hmm. in the group is trying to rekindle the friendship. Yeah, but, that I mean that's like what Regina Hall says outright in Girls Trip is like, oh, it's been five years since we hung out or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing, I mean, that was really kind of Jillian Bell's thing in Rough Night. Where, where they're like, when was the last time we were together? Oh my God, that was like three years ago or yeah. something, something like that. And so it's, it, it, and it's interesting too that like they are the same archetypes in a way or the same character types. Yeah. Yeah. You got the wild one. You got the buttoned up conservative who's also like a mom. Well, so in Rough Night, there are two wild ones because it's Alana Glazer and McKinnon. A little bit. She's mostly just the one with the Australian accent. But like when she goes up the speedboat and basically dies. Yeah. And then comes back and has that moment. You're just like, I get it. You're the you're you're the jokester. Right. That would those would be the two characters you easily condense into Tiffany Haddish's character. Yes, yes, that's exactly my thought that I had when I watched it. And then, right. and then you obviously have the lead, mm-hmm. which who's like the quote unquote straight woman, the the mm-hmm. one who's supposed to be the most neutral, most uh, relatable. And then maybe have like a funny moment happen during the movie, but not like not like Jada Pinkett Smith peeing. Tiffany Haddish one upping her. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's such. It's so. I good. was cackling in my apartment at like two in the morning when that happened, and it was amazing. That was like I was so happy to see that movie in theaters with a bunch of friends. We were like on the floor laughing on like the disgusting movie theater floor that's all sticky and popcorny and whatever. I was dying. Dying that and the grapefruit demonstration. Well, and then the execute. So, I mean, (laughs) on on like also not on like a different level, not necessarily like plot level or character level. uh, Both have like a Chekhov's gun moments. Mm. We're like, okay, so Chekhov's gun. You pay it off later. Yes. So, like the grapefruit, we see it. We and then we see it. Um, 
tampon in uh, Rough Night. Oh, right, tampon. Tampon being the code word for like, right. we gotta go, skeezy, yeah. danger, stranger danger. Um, so it was, it was really, it was really interesting because, like I said at the beginning, I thought I made an oopsie, and then I was just like, there's like, there's enough, there's enough here that yeah. I mean, I remember when the trailers for both of these movies came out because they the trailers dropped like only maybe a couple weeks apart. But it was like, so these movies are identical. Yeah. Well, and they're coming out the same summer. Like, like everybody was making that comparison. Yes. And then you watch it and you're like, okay, so one is like going to New Orleans and they're they are rekindling their friendship and the other one is going to Miami for a bachelorette party and trying to cover up a murder right? while rekindling friendships. Right. So like the big difference is that one of them is going for darker comedy than the other one uh, yeah. being, you know, how do we get rid of a dead body? <laughs> but like, you still have like similar character beats where like, Oh, we're coming together and we're trying to like, recreate the magic we used to have as a friend group and then oh no we're gonna have a big blowout fight and then somebody's gonna have a heart to heart well somebody's making a huge change in their love life except to rewind back to your first point when they're coming together they're both at airports that's true they reunite at an airport instead of at like the hotel well so girls trip it's they're all on the same flight because I'm assuming they're in like the still in the same vicinity. They're in LA, right? I don't know if they ever actually say what city they're from, but they oh, say they... it's an o- only an hour flight to New Orleans. So I'm guessing Atlanta. I think I I think you are right. They I do remember them talking about it as that, like a throwaway line. Yeah, because from Philadelphia, I think a flight to New Orleans is at least two hours, maybe a little more. Okay. So I think it might be Atlanta. It's definitely not LA. But then uh, rough night, it felt like they dispersed. Yes, they were. Which again, they don't, I don't think they ever really actually say where they're, where they are. Well, so like. um, They they meet at the Miami airport after they've all landed. Yeah. Well, it's like amazing coordination skill that you all got flights that landed around the same time. Well, it was all Jillian Bell. And she's go. very type A and a little creepy. Yeah. I feel like at least ScarJo had enough sense to see the red flags with her friend and like... Yeah, was... she was trying to put distance between them in places. Whereas... Like, Re- like trying to set up barriers. Whereas Regina Hall fucked over Queen Latifah and, and still never apologized. <laughs> we went through the whole movie she never apologized for it. she got her a new good job though but still saying i'm sorry <laughs> been, been like, like she could be like i'm sorry queen latifah for fucking you over five <laughs> years ago however will you be my partner in this new endeavor that's all i needed yeah okay um she did get her a job though so that's pretty great yes I- I mean, I would just love a friend who's like, hey, I'm starting like my own, basically my own TV network. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she started, she's basically, yeah, they keep comparing her to Oprah the whole movie. It's basically her own TV. She's doing and like Martha her own like. Stewart as well. Yeah. 
you know, like with you doing doing the cooking shows, the magazines, the book tours, the this, the appearances, the that. And yeah, I would watch. Yeah. Listen, that speech she gave as the keynote speaker when she was like, fuck the cue cards. I'm speaking from the heart and I'm speaking because my friends are here. What is the name of this trope? Is this is does this have a trope name? Oh, it should. I don't know if it, I don't know. It probably it's like, does. It's like the football speech, you know, where it's like, guys, <laughs> we're going to, we're not doing great, but you know what? We got, we got the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the same fucking speech. Yeah. But like just her being like, it's okay to be alone and learn how to like speak with your own voice again. I was like, I'm not going through a major breakup at all right now, Regina Hall, but like I needed this. And did you, okay. So did you think Queen Latifah was going to accidentally post the photos? Yes. Okay. Cause I was just, cause we, I mean, it's, it's, it's again, another trope, you know, where one of the friends has something and they accidentally do something like release it to the world. And it's like, right. I yeah, no, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, she had it mocked up and saved as a draft and then like would accidentally send post instead of delete I mean, or something. This movie's amazing. It's so good. And like the thing is, it's got way lower stakes than Rough Night because Rough Night, you know, they're they're they killed facing, somebody. Right, right. They're potentially facing life in prison. Um, but like it feels so much more real in Girls Trip. And I think part of that too is that Rough Night is about somebody who's about to get married. And then Girls Trip is about somebody whose marriage is falling apart. So like that, like that's a moment that you really need your friends. And also Jada Pickett Smith and um, Zoe Kravitz's characters are going through divorces with kids. Mm. And I was just like, okay, that's a little too similar. (laughs) I mean, if if one of them had a divorce without kids, that would have been a little... That would have been enough of a difference that I might not have been like nail right. head. Because the, ki- the kids make a huge difference if you're ending a marriage. But I like how they're used in Girls Trip when they are uh, high as fuck on absinthe. <laughs> the whole absinthe <laughs> sequence. Man. And, and I like that, you know, they also called out Kate Walsh's character. Yes. yes. Which again, she was so fucking funny in this movie too, though. I, yeah. I mean, like they... They toted the line, slightly cringy, but also funny. But then they're like, we are doing this on purpose because. Because we're calling out a behavior that we recognize is becoming a trend. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that they did that. I also really like that, like, I'm going to say this in the wrong words. So you may need to help me. It feels like these movies weren't trying to be like the gross out comedy movies made by the boys, quote unquote, you know, like um, the, the only one that comes to mind is The Hangover. Yeah. Where there's a lot of gross humor and there's a lot of like other humor. Like it's kind of, they kind of have it in both of them, but it's a moment. It's not the whole movie. Right. Like they found, they found comedy in similar yet different ways to each other. But yes. they're not like, huh, we could be funny too. You know, like, because there are some movies out there and I don't want to put them on blast that I feel like they're trying, they're giving off that like, oh, you know, we're funny. Ha ha. You know, we got the jokes. <laughs> ha ha. Ha ha. Poop. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but I feel edge like Lord, Edge Edge Lord movies, basically. Like somebody who spends too much time on Reddit making racist jokes, and they think like, well, obviously because it's a joke, that means I'm not racist. And you're like, well, no, but like, look at the joke you're making and what it's poking fun at. Right. Yeah. And um, like, no, it's just edgy. And you're like, no, it's not. No. You're 14. Yeah. Go, go learn. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> like, in in some instances in both movies, they didn't take the easy route for the yes. joke. Uh, yeah, no, I know exactly. Well, like even, um, and I don't think it was, like it wasn't something I laughed out loud, but I did like uh, appreciate the humor they were going for in Rough Night where like Jillian Bell keeps calling Kate McKinnon Kiwi. Kiwi. And then Kate McKinnon's like, oh no, that's New Zealand. I'm Australian. And it's kind of insensitive that you're getting us mixed up. And it's like, obviously it's funny because she's a white blonde woman who's like complaining about like cultural insensitivity but also like it is like so so it's like a low stakes thing where it's not it's not like confusing a Chinese person for a Japanese person right but it is still like yeah no but you should like take someone's actual culture regardless of their ethnicity into consideration and then so it's sort of making fun of that without having to make Jillian Bell outright racist but but then but then it pays off in the end where right. you know after they survive spoiler but like these movies are <laughs> it doesn't end years. with all of them dead and or in jail <laughs> no but like after they survive being tied up by um uh robbers and murderers <laughs> yeah. uh, you know the winters Mc- and the other guy that's what you know, makes Kate McKinnon and Jillian Bell besties. <laughs> it's it's a real not, uh, it's it's a friendship forged in fire. Not the group kumbaya hug circle that's in Girls Trip, right? <laughs> but like, cause then uh, Kate McKinnon is like, call me Kiwi, cause that's what my best friends call call me, and it's like I'm the, I almost tried the accent right there. <laughs> I attempted it, and then I was like, it's not gonna happen no we're doing great we're doing Uh, great i got nothing really so i think a big difference for me just like outside of plot is that i do think um new orleans as a setting plays a way bigger part in girls trip than miami does in rough night um it feels like in rough night they, they have you know the whole sequence where they go out clubbing and everything and they do like you know their little dance routine in a club, which kind of happens in Girls Trip, but there it's like a dance battle. That when that happened, I died. <laughs> Fucking died. Yeah. So they have like their little sequence in the beginning, but then most of it is just sort of confined to that one house, uh, the one beach house. And it's sort of like, well, this could be any this could be nice, anywhere, yeah. any nice house on a nice beach. But uh, I mean, it's not going to take place in Atlantic City, New Jersey, but like it could take place in Malibu. But like uh, through words, they make it funny in Rough Night because Alana Glazer's always like, it's Florida. Yeah. So yeah, and there's jokes about like people having guns and like all that stuff. Right. And then them being like, oh, we stop, we stop the murder with the bank robbers. We're national heroes. We're gonna, you know, get the key to the city, you know, shit like that. Yeah. 
So but like girls trip, the city of New Orleans plays a way bigger part. I think part of it was actually shot at Essence Fest. If it, not, it felt like, I mean, it definitely wasn't a soundstage or like backlot or anything. They right. were in New Orleans. I mean, don't get me wrong. Both movies have a few occasions of like obvious green screen. Um, but like they're very few and far between. It's yeah. like a lot of Girls Trip was clearly shot in New Orleans. A lot of Rough Night was clear. Well, I mean, shot on a house on a beach. Oh my God. By the way, how rude was the group in um, Rough Night when Kate McKinnon shows up at the restaurant and they're like, cool, we're now going to the club. Bring your suitcases with you. I was like, stop yeah. at, the, at the Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> her job I... her suitcases. <laughs> And then you go clubbing. I don't care if it's already 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. That was like one of those where I was like, I mean, I see Jillian Bell's character doing that. That's like yes. within character for her to do that. But like Zoe Kravitz's character and to a lesser extent, Alana Glazer, I was like, they would at least like be like, hey, let's figure out a place to put this stuff and make sure you get a good meal in you. Because they didn't even have a car. Right. That's the thing. If they had a car, it'd be one thing. Because it'd be like, great we're going to put it in the boot we're going to go out and party um one of us is, one of us is going to be the dd or we're just going to risk it uh, <laughs> and then we're going to go home yeah. but no the fact that like uh that uh that just that just hurt me on a on a level oh i didn't feel that way in uh girls trip no in girls keep, trip they were i keep getting them confused it's kind of like when we did no strings attached and friends with benefit and i was saying the wrong actors in the wrong movies this yes. one i want to call it like girls night and rough trip <laughs> well think of it this way rough night is that that primarily takes place on a single night girls trip takes place over like three days right but it's another also, difference but it's also a rough trip yeah and like <laughs> there are the, it, they have Girl nights. I mean, I had a re- fix the plural. <laughs> Ladies nights. You know. Yeah. That is the name of the episode, by the way. There we go. <laughs> Rough trip girls night or whatever. <laughs> Did I want to mention anything else? Is there anything else we should mention? I mean, well, okay. So we talked about the murder. Yeah. Uh, both both movies feature one person in the friend group ends up hooking up with like a really hot guy. Uh, Jillian Bell ends up with Colton Haynes in oh my god rough night and oh. uh who's the even, actual stripper slash sex worker even with the makeup on i was like yes because they because <laughs> um who is it uh alana glazer like headbutts him and yeah. so he has a welt on his forehead i mean it's great that i i had to describe it because i was motioning it to shady and i <laughs> forgot for a hot second that this is a not a visual medium <laughs> it was an audio one so I had to yeah. describe exactly the detail I was so I, I'm still tapping my head as if <laughs> to make my point clear um yeah and then and well then but like Smith ends up hooking up with a guy who's like 20 21 yeah he's 20 no no I think they made him 21 because uh they're drinking so it's like we don't want to get in trouble that man has a fake ID we, but like even these women are trying to play um well, okay so did they meet in high school they met in high school went to college together 
Is that the idea? In Girls Trip? Yes. Oh, I got the impression that they met in college. Well, because they were in the 90s. Are we saying that they're 40? Yeah. Interesting. Because I think Rough Night, they're supposed to be in their 30s, right? That kind of... Yeah, I think in Rough Night, they're... At max 35. Yeah, they, they're like supposed to be like the age we were when the movie came out. Interesting. So like right around 30. I do think in Girls Trip, they're supposed to be like 10 years older than that. I, You know what? I really now appreciate Girls Trip even more because even like no matter who is playing in the role in a buddy comedy movie like this one, um it's usually they're usually like in their 30s yeah from the ones that I can think of off the top like yeah and it it does like it adds a lot to you know Regina Hall has like this anxiety about the fact that she hasn't been able to conceive a child um for her husband Mike Coulter I forget the character's name (laughs) and and also she has other anxieties because like she has to use her mantras you know you are beautiful you are good Mm -hmm. you are you are amazing and all yeah. that thing. And it's like something there, there's, she needs, she yeah. needs help or something. Yeah. Uh, she clearly is not internalizing the advice she's giving to other women. Okay. Which friend group do you want to be part of? Ooh, uh, the Flossie Posse, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. They, they, I, mean, I would be the Kate Walsh of the group. So maybe, maybe that's the wrong thing to say, but they just feel so much more authentic, a friend group. Yeah. I would say the same group for the same reason. And like I said earlier, you know, it felt like they were friends Uh since birth, basically, because they had that like organic energy with each other. It just really seemed like they knew each other. Uh, Rough night. It kind of felt like these girls don't know each other that well yet. Like I said, I think they are in like the at least five year friendship stage. It feels like this is the first time they ever would have like gone on a trip together, which if they all went to college together, except for Kate McKinnon, they likely went on spring break together at some point. Or like at least to like the other town on a, another town on a weekend. Yeah. Or something. And like even like Jillian Bell and Scarlett Johansson are supposed to have like supposed to still be living in the same town or whatever. And it just kind of doesn't feel like that. It kind of feels like no it does because of because of the vibes Jillian Pill is giving off I just I'm not getting it it like doesn't feel like they know each other that well to me like just like purely on a chemistry level well I got it that Jillian Bell knows more about ScarJo because I have a feeling Jillian Bell is secretly in love with Scarlett Johansson but never states it and so like she definitely social media stalks her. Well, that's what that's what I mean. It feels like she's somebody who like has stalked her Instagram for years but has never actually met her before. But like she knows things about her, but not necessarily like But the, not the that they stuff. know each other. Like right. it's like they don't have a chemistry together. And then Alana Glazer and Zoe Kravitz feel like they dated. I kind of I kind of get that vibe from them too. Well, that, that's, like, that's the text of the movie is that they dated. But even that, I was like, I don't think they've met each other. Like, I just I just don't feel the chemistry between them. Like, it kind of feels like they're just saying these things, but it doesn't feel like they've lived those things. Whereas Girls Trip, I'm like, yes, these women know each other and have known each other for a long time. 
Right. I think it's purely an actor chemistry thing. I think there were no chemistry tests before they cast it. Uh, I think they just cast people and and like to be fair yeah they did like Lucia Anello and Paul W. Downs both worked on Broad City so they obviously like had connections to Alana Glazer and because of Comedy Central they had connections to Jillian Bell so like there were all these connections and like I do think like they wanted to cast all these people but it just didn't feel like they were like okay let's have you hang out for a while (laughs) so it feels like you know each other yeah yeah before we start filming meanwhile girls trip they are actually in new orleans partying it up (laughs) absolutely (laughs) like at at some points i was just like this is not a script that they're saying they're just saying they just caught a documentary basically but they're calling it a movie yeah like the only person who kind of feels odd to me is like i don't fully buy lorenz tate's character as somebody they knew from college like it would yes. make more sense to me if like he was somebody they just met that weekend. I was gonna I was gonna just say the men of the movie. Yeah. Granted, except for the 21-year-old fuck fuck boy, um, he feels like he's correct in the role. <laughs> yes. Cause like they literally just met him. Right. So it's like he, great. he's just trying to dick down a hot older lady who looks like Jada Pinkett Smith. And who's not doing that? I mean, I try every day. She hasn't returned my calls. <laughs> Jada, if you're listening, either one of listening. us would have you. She's listening because I made sure to program it on her phone. Fu- what? <laughs> um, but yeah. Do we want to move on to special features? Like, are we? I was. Or- I I was gonna say. I think we we did it. We done. We done did the thing, and we said things a couple of times. <laughs> so yeah. let's get to special features, shall we? Special features. <laughs> in this section uh shady and i were assigned a movie to do some further research find some fun trivia i'm just gonna again read off the imdb page because I'm what? Lazy. In the hopes of surprising each other, surprising you, I really just want to blow Shady's brains out. But like, again, lazy. Um, <laughs> I had Rough Night. Shady had Girls Trip. I hope we did the right thing. <laughs> we did. I did. Okay. okay, great. And since Rough Night <laughs> came out first, I'm going to go first. By mere weeks. By mere weeks. Uh, the film was originally titled entitled Rock That Body before renamed Rough Night. Would you have seen a movie called Rock My Body? And what would you think you would be walking into? I feel like it would have been a musical of sorts. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like that. First of all, I think that title focuses too much on the actual method of death, which I'm already not cool with in the movie. Because it's no. it's not that she's big, but she is the biggest girl in the cast, is the one who jumped on the guy and ultimately killed him. Mm-hmm. Which I'm mm-hmm. not crazy about. Not crazy about that. But that's not, I, w- I would feel more comfortable saying one for rough night, please, than one for rough, or rock that body, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see here on the IMDb trivia where they filmed the movie. So you're right, they did film it on a beach, but it was Long Beach, California. While the pier restaurants and bars of her 
of Hermosa Beach, California, where you used as stand-ins for Miami Nightlife. That makes sense. Then they have like connections from the cast, and that's not fun. Oh, after talking to Judge Eason, they mentioned a woman who fired a warning shot at her abusive husband, result- resulting in her getting 20-year conviction. They're likely re- referencing Marissa Alexander, who was convicted in 2012 and released on a plea deal after serving three years. Leaving the courthouse, Alexander announced plans to continue education to become a paralegal. And lastly, in the scenes during the end credits, which, by the way, I love that they both had like an end credit fun thing. Because like, I know know you and your policy with movies is that you'll watch it till the bitter, bitter end. And so at least they gave you some fun some visual besides yes. a rolling text. Because I like to see who the special thanks went out to at the end of the credits. I like to see who the key grip was and who did the folly design, etc. Right, but like they, <laughs> gave, they gave you some some spice to the mix. Yeah. Um, so in the end credit scene, Jess uh, Scarlett Johansson, we are correct in her name, is dressed and styled very similar to Hillary Clinton as sort of homage to the presidential candidate back in 2016. Oh no, that's really sad too. <laughs> oh no, no. we can move past it now. We gotta. And that's it. There's really nothing. On really? This yeah. I mean, you know, they were just like, oh, the- oh, okay. Scarlett Johansson, Jillian Bell, Kate McKinnon, and Eric Andre were all born in the same year, 1984. Not a great year. But Not a still, great year. But still a good one for but it, 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 individuals. It gave us Eric Andre, so who could hate it? And Kate McKinnon, and Jillian Bell, and ScarJo. So, yeah, there's not really that much on this one. I have a feeling there's probably more on yours because, like, of the individuals involved. Yes, well, yeah. So, the thing with rough night i do think like lucia aniello who directed it this was like maybe her first movie i think she'd only really done tv before that um you know what i could see that because this feels like it's a long episode of television yes yes uh and i will say she is like exquisitely talented in television i love her work on broad city and hacks and Uh, like the movie did have moments where it was very entertaining yes yes it did um but Malcolm D. Lee, who directed Girls Trip, uh, old school director. He's been making movies since the 90s, I think. He. Uh, oh, God, he, Shady. Check yourself. You just said that was old school. It is old school. No. I, when I think I'm, old school, I'm thinking like 60s, like Hitchcock. No, no. This is like old school, man. Oh, <laughs> that hurts this me on the 30 inside. years ago. Shady. <laughs> Um, so Malcolm D. Lee actually comes from a family of filmmakers. His cousin is Spike Lee. Uh, he has a lot of other cousins and siblings who work in the industry. Um, and he worked on, I think, Scary Movie 5. Let me double check that just so that I don't make a fool of myself. That's depressing. Yeah. But the thing about he did work on definitely one of the scary movies. And uh, the thing that's kind of fun about that is that Regina Hall is in the mm-hmm. scary movie series as Brenda. Super fun thing about that. Her character, Brenda, was originally introduced in the first scary movie as a parody of Maureen from Scream 2, played by Jada Pinkett Smith. Huh. You know, what's also <laughs> interesting. And I'm sorry to interrupt your special features moment. Queen Latifah was in a TV show that 
had like a similar thing where they were all like buddies for like a living decade. single. No, no, she wasn't in Living Single. Queen Latifah. Yes, she was. Scroll, scroll, scroll. The show she was on in the night. She was in Scary Movie Three. <laughs> there we go. The scary movie train never stops. Let's uh, get Tiffany yes, Haddish. I'm sorry. I was. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of, I don't know what show I was thinking of, but yes, Living Single, where she because you know weren't they like roommates or something? Yes, that is the show that actually premiered a year before Friends, but is basically identical to Friends but better. And this is a backdoor way of us announcing that we are going to be starting TV Deja Vu. <laughs> Oh my God, could you imagine? No. <laughs> we, we would have to limit it to like, let's just watch the pilot. Or just do research <laughs> on the shows. And right, yeah. About it. <laughs> we're like, we're not watching full 10 season shows. <laughs> I'm not watching 10 seasons of Friends, I'm, I'm sorry. Watching. No, <laughs> no, not again. But yeah, going back to Malcolm Dealey, he's probably best, like he did do Scary Movie 5. I did double check and that is the one he did. But he did one of the barbershop movies. Um, He did Best Man, Best Man Holiday. Uh, He did the new Space Jam that came out under pandemic. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) He was forced to do a lot in that movie uh, as delegated by. When you sign a contract. (laughs) When you sign sign a three picture deal or something. I hope the payday Uh. was good, at least. Um, But so like we said, we have all these scary movies slash scream connections with this movie, the outlier being Tiffany Haddish. But this movie was like a huge jumping off point for Tiffany Haddish's career. This is like what really made her a superstar outside of just doing like stand up. Um, It was this movie that she ended up getting a gig hosting Saturday Night Live and she ended up getting all of these like guest starring uh, roles on different shows and everything. And this is like what really made her a star. What was, was that the Oscar dress? The white gown that she wore like everywhere? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was like the fo- the following Oscars right after this movie, she got to be a presenter and she like made a big deal about wearing the same dress to every big event. Because she's like, I bought it. Yeah, she's like, it costs, it. it costs a lot of money. I'm getting my money's worth. I fucking love her. She's incredible. And like, God bless this movie for like, making her a big star and like because i feel like a lot of her stuff was probably ad-libbed or she she punched it up a little bit you know so she added her flavor into it and i really loved that yeah and i mean i feel like even like the the other women in the movie added their their own oh to it yeah yeah um yeah, what a good movie. What a good uh, what a good a- showcase for all four of these women. Um, before we move on to final thoughts, I just also want to mention a movie from 1996 called Set It Off, which starred Jada Pinkett Smith and Queen Latifah and Vivica A. Fox and uh, Kimberly Elise, which was uh. about four friends who rob banks together or something like that i've never actually seen the stop movie. that sounds I just, amazing i don't think it's a comedy i'm pretty sure it's like a drama but like it still sounds really good i've never actually seen it but apparently this movie contains several uh this movie meaning girls trip contains several references to set it off 
most notably when they do the dance off with the younger girls at the club, the wigs that they're wearing, those are apparently the exact same wigs, exact same colors and style and everything that the women in set it off wear during one of their heists. That's yes. And then Tiffany Haddish has like some throwaway line where she's like, all right, let's set it off. And like, when she says that Jada Pinkett Smith and Queen Latifah look at each other, like, yeah. I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. There's one more thing that I remember seeing on IMDb trivia that I don't know how useful this is as information, but I really want you to know that somebody wrote this on IMDb. Oh, good. Okay. Is it the make and model of one of the random cars in it? No, it's better. It's way better than that. Okay. This is verbatim from IMDb. And I do want to note that 156 out of 176 users found it this interesting. Features what is arguably the first demonstration in a feature film of quote unquote grapefruiting as an oral sexual act. God bless America. God bless America. God fuck bless America. Um, okay, let's get into final thoughts. I fucked up. Let's go! In this section, we ask about the same five questions, maybe six, maybe four. Who knows what we're going to ask today <laughs> uh, to just wrap up the episode. Uh, and the first question is, do we know of any other movies like this? You mentioned one earlier. Bridesmaids? Yes. Yeah. I want to throw in Bachelorette. Oh, I, I really like Bachelorette. That one's fun. But yeah. like, and like it, more so with um, Rough Night than yes. maybe girls trip. Cause it's again, another bachelorette party, but like this has more people and like yeah. high school friends rekindling friendships, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to think of like my group of women movies that like- okay. hold on, wait. That I, like I, they're, I, they're old friends and everything. Steel Magnolias, but like, it's not funny. <laughs> it's a dramedy. Yeah, no, that, that one's very sad at times. That's very sad. One of them dies. <laughs> we're and we're not saying who because we don't want to spoil it for you we don't want to spoil this four decade old movie um it's julia roberts um <laughs> Jake, i don't know Shelby. like a group of women friends and it's where like the, the comedy is like women behaving badly but something like bad moms or... oh yeah yeah, I but that's it. like where they don't really know each other at first. They sort of become friends through that movie. Mm. So maybe it is really Bachelorette and. I mean, if we want to do gender flip, yeah, there's The Hangover, there's Bachelor Party, Tom Hanks movie from the early '80s. Um, um, there's so many. There's so many men male movies. I think you could draw some comparisons between Rough Night and Weekend at Bernie's interesting because interesting. they're at they're at a rich guy's beach house and they have to pretend that he's still alive when he's very dead would barbershop work i've never seen any of them i don't know if i would count barbershop um I, it certainly has a very similar a lot of very similar comedy stylings to girls night or girls trip 
I did it. You did it. You did it. You were giving me shit a little bit, and I was like, "And you did it." No, I was reserving judgment because I knew I was going to do it too. At some point, yeah. I just thought I wouldn't do it until after we hit don't record. <laughs> uh, did we like these movies? Yeah, I, I really like Girls Trip. Rough Nights, kind of. I don't want to. I don't want to make the joke that everybody made about the movie, but it's a little rough. I hate you. Um, would we watch them again? I would watch Girls Trip over Rough Night, but I probably would watch rewatch Rough Night. I would definitely rewatch Girls Trip. Uh, rough Night, I wouldn't necessarily choose to rewatch it, but if like somebody was like, "Let's watch Rough Night," I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> um, would we recommend them? Again, more girls trip than rough night, but I mean, rough night. I don't know. There's there's humor to be found in it, and I don't. I don't think you'd waste your time. No, Uh, I would just also once again say everyone involved has done far better work. Again, a little more emphasis on uh, girls trip because yeah, because it's it's really very good. It's so meaty. Yeah. I mean, again, like the actual emotional story arc is still really strong and really good, but the comedy bits are just really strong too. Mm-hmm. And then are they actually the same? See, okay, we're making faces at each other because we're a little hesitant because, yeah. I mean, if we like boil it down to like simple words where it's like group of girlfriends go on trip, then yes, I think they are the same. But the fact that the genre that Rough Night is, where it's like a darker comedy with um, a murder. Yeah, it doesn't quite go into action comedy territory, but it like toes that line a little bit too. There's like a little, and it's also like a little suspense because like, oh, the cops show up. Surprise, not the cops. Yeah. Whereas Girls Trip is more about the actual emotional growth of the characters. Yeah. Yeah, There's a little more, it's not a dramedy, but there's a little more drama vibes to it. Yeah. I mean, like Mike Coulter really is a good antagonist for this type of story. Yes. What an asshole. Um, I want to break our own rules because usually we do like a binary yes, no. I kind of want to just stay neutral and be like, be like they're just they're just good movies for people for some people not necessarily you you may not I know you don't like that much like you like it but you're not like I like I love uh, Rough Night yeah no my thing with Rough Night is I think most mostly I think the pacing is off I bet as a screenplay it's fucking hilarious I think there's something about the movie itself that the pacing and the chemistry is just off but again, it's like there's so many wildly talented, wildly funny people involved that it's also just nice that they have this like big movie that they this big studio comedy at a time when studio comedies aren't really that much of a thing anymore. Right. I don't think they're the same, but I do think they're the same. And that's why I'm very neutral because it's just like. I can't, I can't give you an answer right now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I'm thinking about the differences and I'm, I'm thinking about how fundamental those differences are. Right, right. But then, you know, you're like, oh, they're the same characters. 
Yeah. Um, well, cause even like we just did a couple of weeks ago, the hot chick versus freaky. And I was like, well, they're not the same because it's so important that in freaky there's a serial killer and in the hot chick there isn't. And like here you think... kind of have a similar thing where there's like a murder. In right. You know what? Murder. Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay. So hard no hard because of that reasoning soft no soft no soft yeah. no okay <laughs> okay i'm gonna be similar similar soft no you you convinced me because it's like yeah <laughs> we didn't even talk about demi more oh my god she is great in rough night it's amazing her and <laughs> bo burnham are my favorite characters in that who movie. plays her husband what's his name uh, uh ty burl the two of them together were yeah. stunning that was stunning listen they would not have to fight that hard to get me in a threesome oh and where can they find you <laughs> and they can find me on twitter at cookie oh shady shady what kind of dessert are you actually can you be a drink and it's a sex on the beach oh that's really good i was gonna say a penis shaped cupcake or cookie or something or pe- everything penis shaped except yes. the diamonds that are in the <laughs> No, but sex on the beach is really good. I like that. Or a hurricane if you're in New Orleans. <sighs> or what do they call it? A tsunami. <laughs> well, yeah, when she put the absinthe in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John, uh, have you ever been to New Orleans and had like a hurricane on Bourbon Street? No, I haven't. We're going to go to New Orleans someday. It's fucking amazing. It's okay, the great, great. It is the greatest city in North America. I am uh, on record saying that. I'm going to suggest not in the summer because I will melt. No, no. At a time when it is not swamp. Yes. Just pure swamp. (laughs) Yes. Um, And if you want to give me good recommendations of places to go to while we go on this future trip to New Orleans, you can uh, tweet me at movies, John, that's John with no H. Uh, And then also I have the other podcast that, um, yeah you guys should listen to if you like musicals uh it's called life's but a song shady's been on it a bunch of times and i i'm also a subscriber and i like it a lot yes yeah we talk about musical movies musical television shows um with different guests and if you want to get in touch with this podcast you can email us email us at movie deja vu pod at gmail.com that's m-o-v-i-e-d-e-j-a-v-u-p-o-d at gmail.com i don't know what's going on with my mouth today words are hard <laughs> um you, you can also reach out to us on facebook and instagram at movie deja vu pod and you can reach out to us and by us i mean shady because i don't understand twitter at all at movie deja vu no pod why is that shady the pod got too drunk and got kicked out of the bar oh <laughs> which is totally not a thing that's ever happened to me Nope, never. Um, and if you want to be part, oh shit! If you- <laughs> I forgot what we're doing next, if you want to be part of next episode's um, discussion, we're going to be talking about a sequel, another sequel remake, where it's Carrie, uh, the 1976 movie versus The Rage Carrie Two. Oh no! What did what did we do? I didn't do anything. That's all you, boo. Um. But Shady, thank you so much for um, allow- letting me make us watch these movies. <laughs> no, I had a great time. Thank you, John. And this was just pure speculation because I was just like, like what you said at the beginning where it's like people saw the trailers and were like, so. <laughs> Same. 
same, 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 same. And we answered it with a soft no. Um, <laughs> so thank you again for listening. I'm rambling. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.